From the Summer Skate Studios behind the Mask Hockey Shops present College Hockey West Live for January 15th, 2023. Behind the Mask's College Hockey West Live is brought to you by Peterson Toyota. College graduate, member of the military, then you might be eligible for a special rebate or discount. See us at petersontoyota.com. Top Golf. Let us help you reimagine your next business meeting or team building event. See your regional center or go to topgolf.com. The NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to BehindTheMask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Jets Pizza. Whether it's our legendary Detroit-style square or New York-style thin crust, Jets Pizza is better because it has to be. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. AT&T Wireless, unlimited high-speed 5G data at no extra cost. Liberty University, play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. M-Drive, natural support for men looking to increase energy, strength, and drive. Always free delivery at mdriveformen.com. Summer skates, whether our original red or new black shower shoes, show your game and style at summerskates.com. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. And by Drury Inns and Suites. Travel happy again. Book your next stay at druryhotels.com or at 1-800-DRURY-IN. College Hockey West Live from the Summer Skate Studios presented by Behind the Mask as a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans, to Sunday night, College Hockey West Live. Scott Strandy tonight joining you from... Uh, Chandler, Arizona, as uh, I still one more week here in the desert as uh, I await raindrops coming my way. Um, my longtime co-host, Paul Hornstein, not at the palatial estate tonight. Paul, where are you? Um, would you like to let me know if I'm ever at a police? Because as far <laughs> as I know, that doesn't exist. So I, heard, doesn't I heard this rumor that if somebody won a, a lottery that they were going to buy you an official palatial estate, which means we'd have two to talk about. Well, if somebody bought me one, then I would have one. I, 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 <laughs> which, which one of the two or three are you talking about that you have? <laughs> well, one of them is a Toyota Corolla, of which I'm sitting right. in the parking lot in. <laughs> well, you know. It's hey. dynamic. It's nice. It's wonderful. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's an, I'm sure. Let's see. Let me just take a look here and see temperature in Chandler, Arizona. Temperature. You want the heat index? The Sun Devils give a heat index every game. Right. 66 yesterday, 36 in, in Mankato. Um, yeah, well, it was. Well, that's more like what I'm in now because I don't get these vacation tropics and things like you get. How, how'd you snort? Dirt, uh, snow mix? Oh my God! I saw that and was like horrified. Why do people live here? Why do people do? Oh my God! Uh, you know what we used to call that in Minnesota? As soon as we saw snurt piles, that meant that there was only three more months until spring. Oh, whatever! I don't know anything was there either. <laughs> and for people that don't know what snurt is, it's uh, snow and dirt mixed together um, makes an awful looking pile, usually in uh, the ends of parking lots, as Paul found today. And it just caught me so off guard because I like, where did this come from? Because I didn't know it had snowed up here. Well, it snowed, and then they pushed it into piles with a snowplow, and and then dirt kicked over it, mixed in with it. Yeah, well, you guys just call me a weatherman. People are used to that. I'm even <laughs> like I, you know, as I've said on this show a couple of times, I go Charlie nuts if he goes to Buffalo because. Um, you know. he better bring a shovel oh my god <laughs> or a couple and a snowblower and maybe a dump truck and look Charlie not happy about it either <laughs> he's sending me text messages because he's on the other side of the room like, like, um, uh, it made me sad too I'm like yeah well just imagine if you had gone to Buffalo <laughs> where they've had two ginormous 
right? I mean, just Lake Effect snows, Paul, are the worst. That, you know that. that. That what I call that is insanity because they've had they had feet feet of snow at least a couple of times already. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Well, we used to we used to laugh in Duluth because the lake effect snows for the most part there used to go to Superior. So on the other side of the lake, you'd be in Superior, Wisconsin, and get like feet of snow, but you get nothing in Duluth because it would come off the hill and go right over Lake Superior and then dump on the other side. <laughs> but occasionally the winds would change, and then we get lake effect snow. And when we got them, they would be no fun. But anyway, we're not here to talk about snow. We're here to talk about hockey. And you know, I was thinking as you were reading the open, I'm going like. Paul's getting winded with these long, these long reads because we're getting so many partners. Yeah. We still have room for more, so so let's not let's not say that. But you were getting a little winded, and I think there's some teams in our coverage area that might be getting a little winded. Is that a fair yeah. statement? Well, you could say that. I would say that that's fair. I would say that um, there's a few teams that uh, you know uh, they're kingdom for a goal. Is that fair? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and I want to. I'm going to say a couple of things here, right? I mean, you know, I know we're going to get to ASU and and Air Force and eventually, but uh, a couple of things. First of all, um, our, my my fellow alumni Joey over there at Spaghetti Shack. Yeah. At least he got to see the good-looking pit one of us. Yeah, Joey. You no, know, he thought you were me. Joey, you got yourself an email coming your way, my friend. I made you a smoking deal. But you know. Um, he thought you were me and luckily for his eyes that it wasn't. So he said, um, Oh, he said, I see you're the much more handsome one. Yes. That's, that's clearly the <laughs> obvious point. Um, and they actually had a game last night, the game last night, uh, forgetting about the, the result. Uh, I said this to you and it's, it's too bad that ASU's, uh, performance didn't match um the production last night on the, on the pac 12 network for that hockey game last night um i had no idea how it was going to turn out um but uh they, they uh, our, our our old friend dom garcia i was just gonna say speaking of handsome Dom Garcia, the best-looking guy in the building last night, and uh, well, he was dapper. He was dapper and doing a great job, from what I heard. Uh, Obviously, I was I I was just down below him, but he uh, he's got a future if he wants to do that. Forget that FBI stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, like I said, um, he did a really, really good job, and you know, I I I I, I had a chance to message uh, his dad, Fred, and say, hey. Your kid did a tremendous, tremendous job last night, especially for a first-timer. First-timer and having to be there on alumni weekend and And, having to do it with a game that was that lopsided? Yeah. Yeah, that was difficult. Did a tremendous job. He he was unbiased. And, um, you know, they did a smart thing. They paired him up with a guy who's a veteran hockey play-by-play guy. The guy by the name of Adam Gordon, who yeah, that that was a Western nice hockey league experience, and that was a nice blend. Things. I heard him talking before the game. He's got a great voice too, and it really was a, a tremendous a tremendous broadcast. And I wasn't sure how the Pac-12 was going to handle it uh, because it, at times over the years they've brought in various different people at various different experience levels, but they got it right last night. Kudos. Uh, I, I would kudos say that as well. Man. And I was just right down in front of him in the, uh, in the press box. So, um, I can tell you, yeah, it was, uh, it was well done. And, uh, ASU needs more of that. You know, the, the teams yeah. loved it. I know, I know Mike Hastings and, and Mankato, uh, Minnesota state Mankato, Minnesota state university, whatever. Um, I, I know they appreciated it too, uh, to be on, on big time and boy, that program, Paul, is big time. And I know we weren't going to start with this, so I don't want to get into it. But, All right, we could start um, with you know, if you want. It, well, I've, I've, I've known Mike for so long, and uh, it's been so long since him and I have been able to sit down and have a real good chat together. Uh, we had a few minutes together at the national tournament, and I'm talking about Mike Hastings, head coach for the Mavericks. Right. Um, 
we had a, a little chat at, in Boston, but like he said, you know, we didn't get a chance to talk about real things because there were more important things on the line. Right. <laughs> and, and now we had a little time afterwards to breathe both nights and, and chat. Uh, so it was really fun catching up with him. And uh, I got him a pair of summer skates, and he was thrilled. Threw him in his backpack before he even uh, said anything. <laughs> well, listen, I don't I said, here, I got, a, I got an extra large and uh, a large, depending on your foot size. And he goes, thank you. Took them both. <laughs> yeah, well, why not? Give the other pair to his wife, I, right? I said, just give them to whoever can fit into them. Anyway. Yeah, I don't um, have that problem. I, and I asked him about Todd Cannot, uh, who was not there. And I said, where you got Todd at? He goes, I don't know. He's in the USHL somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going like, yeah, I just restocked the shelves. Uh, Minnesota State, what a, what an effort! Um, you know, well, listen, take I, nothing away from them at all. They they played a very classy, very professional style hockey game, and um, Arizona State just you know last night was not up to it. No, and I, and I'll sit here and you know listen, their ASU has has got more talent than they've had in the past, but it's clear. And I didn't think this would be as much of a factor because they weren't playing first-year guys. But they have first-year leadership guys. And clearly that's made a difference. Um, guys have not faced adversity from the, from the front of the, the sled dog, the dog sled. And now they have to do it. And... We forget sometimes that that's a learning curve. And hopefully they spend a lot of time this, this summer. I mean, obviously, they still have a lot of games to play. And, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how they react to this adversity. Because they have some big games coming up here. Yeah, coming up this weekend with RIT. RIT. <laughs> and... and them and Fairbanks are right on the edge of the pairwise of being able to get, you know, at-large bids, whether they, you know, whether RIT wins Atlantic hockey or not. Although I think if they don't win it, they probably won't be in that position. Uh, but Fairbanks has got to keep winning. And so they didn't play this weekend. Um, you know, and right now they're right on the edge. Of the pairwise, they are not that far off. They just aren't. Okay. Um, in in RIT, they're not that far off either. They're a little. They're a couple of spots back from 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 Fairbanks, but um, you know they got to keep winning. So those those games are going to be you know actually you know these games matter for other for for everybody. Oh yeah. You know, we yeah. want you know, how how does ASU bounce back from this? Well, and look at the different things and I know we're way off the schedule what I wanted to talk about initially, but we'll get to yeah, it. We'll I get, promise pioneers, we'll get to it. Um but what what I want to say is um it, when you look at the the whole realm of things and you look at teams that are playing really good and and teams that are struggling and they go back and forth. Who would have thought that that Arizona State knocking off North Dakota would not have helped them much? Because <laughs> North Dakota has just done nothing to well, uh, you, to help their stock about, in that. You want to talk about uh, they 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 can't they have to po they can't possibly know what's going on up there. You know the the fans in Siouxland are not used to this. Um, they no, I think in. I think we need to get Eddie Christian on to to see if he can give us some insight. So I'll reach out to him this week. They got swept at home this weekend by Western Michigan, including blowing that that game that that game last night, and I I just. So I, I sat there, and I I don't know how much you were watching, and, and I don't, uh, you know, and I'm sitting there trying to, to, to watch five or six different games at once last night. But, you know, they gave up 
five of the last six goals that were scored in that game, including, by the way, uh, two goals in less than 30 seconds to make it to, to as, as Western takes the lead. Then the Sioux get a, a power play goal about a minute and a half later. And you're like, all right, this game's going to go to OT. <laughs> not so and fast. Not so fast, my friend. Um, wow. I just. Well, I'm, and I'm going to tell you this. Crazy. Uh, five of the left. I, I got a little, I got a little better feeling for for Western Michigan this weekend, but I'm still not sold. And no. maybe this this weekend when they go to uh, Colorado College and play our uh, our Tiger friends down there, we'll find out for sure what they got because uh, CC thought had another great weekend, and Chris Mayotte I thought did an outstanding job. Uh, if you saw my tweets, uh, I mean it, folks. Um, he's putting together a, a game plan. And it is just lockstep all the way through. Um, you know, when, when we first met a couple of years ago and we were talking about him coming, I go, I, I like this guy. I think he's got some stuff going that, that's going to materialize. And, and this year when he didn't dip into the portal and I said, you know, coach, he didn't go into the portal. He just took freshmen. He goes, yeah, I can't build a program with, port, with portal people. He said, I, I got to build a program with guys that are going to be around a little while. And, uh, um, Boy, Here's are they the starting thing, to mature? Are they starting to mature right in front of our eyes? Here's the thing, though. Um, on on Friday night, when they when they won the game, four to two. All right, um, they were two for two on the power play, and that their special teams were really good. Two for two on the power play, and and killed all three St. Cloud power plays. And you switch and go back to to last night and you know the shots for the game were even and if you look at when you know CC had a couple of power plays couldn't generate much you know I mean they you know it just uh, they were 0 for 4 on the power play you know they were 0 for 4 well let me say a couple of things about this Number one is that's that's a young group. That's no, a young no, group. No, 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 I get that. I'm that's, just saying that's coming together. So what, what? I expect the ups and downs like that. No, I no, think they're my, getting fewer and far between. Right, but my point is, it was a one nothing game going yes. into the third period. And yes. Heck, it was a one nothing game halfway through the third period. Yes. You know, but, and they but had, that, had four power plays at that point, so they had their chances. But that'll happen but, to yes. to young teams trying to learn yes. and i'm sure coach has that on video and i'm sure if they haven't watched it already they will watch it and he will point out the things that need to be repaired and fixed and and consistency is what they're looking to get that that's their problem right now is it just not as consistent as they need to be to 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 get the big wins but um the second part of that is well, they traveled to st cloud state they Friday played on the olympic win. ice sheet at the herb and they uh so no. they got no, no. <laughs> so, so the no, National Hockey no. Center at the Herb. Anyway, the they Herb got Brooks National. <laughs> he deserves to have his whole name mentioned. I, I don't know what it is with you people shortening names because you're so lazy to say extra syllables. Yeah, it's it's Herb. like they no, no. Herbie? It was like it was like they used to call Joe Lewis Arena the Joe. No, Joe Lewis. <laughs> he earned having his name on that building. His name wasn't just Joe. Okay, Mr. ASU, what about mullet? Right. It's the mullet. Mullet arena. <laughs> it's the mullet arena. Yeah, it's mullet arena, but uh, I, I love Don Mullet <laughs> and what he's done for ASU's program. Yeah. He's not Joe Lewis. He's not yeah. Herb Brooks. <laughs> what about Ralph Engelstead? He's not Ralph Engelstead either, once the again. Ralph. No, but they don't call it. The Ralph. The name of the building is Ralph Engelstead Arena. Who it's doesn't like call it? No, you got that wrong right now. The name of the building might be the Ralph Engelstead Arena, but you ask exactly. anybody, Eddie, Eddie, if you're listening, Eddie, pipe in now and, and tell us it's the Ralph. Uh, Rick Zombo, if you're wrong. listening, pipe wrong. in and tell us it's the Ralph. Wrong. Wrong. Yeah, they they will. They'll they'll they will they'll back me. Listen, so they'll back next me. week when next week when I go to when I go to LIU for their match. Call the North. It's called no. the North. No, I'm going to talk to Zombo. I'm going to be like, listen, 
You guys need to get out of this stupid the Ralph thing. <laughs> yeah, th while well, you were talking to him about that, you tell yeah. him how stupid it is to be a fighting Sioux, too, and see if you win I, that listen, one. I'm not the one. I think that they were the NCAA was wrong for making him change it. <laughs> yeah, and, and of hardball. course the hypocrisy of the NCAA because you didn't make Florida State change their nickname. Yep. And the Sioux well, tribe was I'll, pro. The Sioux okay, tribe was pro North Dakota. Let, let's let's hold on a minute. Okay. Uh, that's not a hundred percent true. It wasn't so much NCAA. It okay. was the it was about I don't know fourteen tribe members that voted on it, and fourteen thousand that didn't get their voice heard. Anyway, that's a whole other story. Uh, anyway, um, just so you know, I, you, you go on the road in college hockey, and you get a split, uh, especially against a top five team in St. Cloud. Good weekend for CC. They could have won both. They got a split. You know, that's better let, than what. Yeah, but let me tell you about splits on the road. Um, they're great, but they're not great if you don't come home and take care of business. And, and Coach well, knows obviously. that, and obviously. he'll tell us that. I mean, so unless this weekend, Western Michigan coming to town, you've got to find a way to sweep Western Good Michigan to make that split at St. Cloud State mean yes. something. Yes. That's where you see the growth. Are well, they there yeah. yet? I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure they are, but well, will they be close? And and I've already penciled them in. I think I texted this to you, but I've already penciled them in to make a trip to to St. Paul uh, for the the Frozen Faceoff, which would be the next step in the evolution well, for the Tigers. Let's put it this way: Will they go past that? I don't think so. But but they'll no, get no, there. Let's, let's let's put it this way: This is a huge huge weekend coming up in terms of the NCHC. Okay. No one's catching Denver. St. Cloud's not catching Denver either, unless Denver somehow has a lot of injuries. I don't think it would matter. I don't think it would matter. They're just well, so deep and so talented and so, I mean, just, so just unhappy right now. Uh, well, yeah, they're playing that way too. They, 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 they usually have trouble with Miami, and they just buried them this weekend. They played like they're still pissed off about losing to Fairbanks. Now let's put it in perspective. This was uh, Denver hockey on Friday and Saturday. Uh, Friday night, seven nothing Pioneers win. Saturday, seven nothing Pioneers win. Thank you, Megan Angley, for giving that to me. <laughs> You're welcome. Anyway, um, and but, then and then you go see the Avalanche, and they win seven nothing on Saturday night. So that's uh, twenty one nothing between the three games well, that were played no, in the NCAA and NHL yeah, in Denver, Colorado. Listen, I don't care about on this show with the results of the NHL unless I can break your chops with them. So, um, <laughs> How'd the anyway, Islanders do, by the way? Uh, they won last night. Okay, good news, good news. Um, and at least one of my teams beat a Minnesota team this weekend. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> Steven uh, already texted me that right away at the game was um, over with. <laughs> but this is a huge weekend NCHC because you've got St. Cloud, right, they're 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 getting out there this week and they're playing Denver at home. Right? So it's gonna to be tough for them. And you have CC playing Western Michigan. Okay. Now at Ed Robeson. At Robeson, and you're sitting here with basically Hold on a minute. Did you just say Robeson? Ed Robeson. Okay. I just want to check. Okay. Um and Omaha is playing Miami. After um, they just swept uh, your Bulldogs at home. And right now, you have, like I said, Denver's not, they're not going to catch Denver. No one's catching Denver. Everybody's played 12 games in the league. Denver has 29 points. St. Cloud in second place has 23. Omaha has 21. CC in fourth place with 20. And Western Michigan in fifth place with 19. It doesn't get any tighter than that from two down, does it? From two to five. And that this weekend is going to be, at, next weekend is going to be absolutely huge. Um, it is going to be like a playoff weekend at Ed Robeson. Um, a one point separating the two teams in the standings. And they're only, you know, both of those teams are within four points of St. Cloud for second place. Now, listen, I mean, you can just write it in an ink now that the first round will be Den Miami at Denver. 
Yeah. Um, uh, and, here's the ones that, that I would not want to be a part of. No, um, I don't want to. Whoever has play. to play North Dakota and Minnesota Duluth. No, I don't want to do that either. I know that the, those games will be on the road, but yeah, right. um, I, well, I don't want to play those it. two at tournament sure time. That, you want to make sure that you're one of those teams playing at home. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think, you know, I think in, in CC's case, if they can get the four or the three, um, okay. But I, I'd take the four <laughs> the way it currently looks because I don't want North Dakota or UMD coming to play me tournament time because well, um, they, they have a little experience. Well, I get that. But you know what? You're Right now you're in a dogfight just to make sure you get that first round home run home series. And you could finish anywhere right now from two to six, and that could, you know, two two to five can change every night. Yep, and probably will. And probably will. So it's just you have to win your. It's imperative you win your home games. Um, CC's got two, three, five, six home games left, um, including a couple of home and homes with with the Pioneers. No. Those are going to be battles. Those are going to be major, battles. Yeah, and then a major February uh, eight days um, when they play at Omaha and at Western, back-to-back. So this is just, uh, this is just the dog chaos. fight of all dog fights. It's chaos. That's what you like. It. Yes, we do. <laughs> Anyway, okay, uh, before we go to break, um, speaking of home ice, a couple of new home ice arenas open this weekend. Tell us about it. Yeah, well, both Sacred Heart, and I don't know why they did this, but they did. Sacred, And not that they have to check with each other, but Sacred Heart opened up their new building this weekend, and it looks great. Uh, they lose in overtime, though, to Boston College. And... Um, UConn opened up their new building. I haven't seen as much or as many pictures of uh, of UConn's building, uh, but they lose four to three to Northeastern. Um, so at least ASU's got that. They opened up their building with a win compared to the other two. Um, <laughs> okay, I, I got I got I got to reach for something for something, right? Nice reach. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I'm doing. I don't I don't deny that. Um, and just, you know, as we're talking about it, hockey East is going to, is, is almost in the same situation as the NCHC. Um, just, you know, as we hit the new year here, um, you know, Minnesota state, and I'll just say this before we go to the break. Um, it clearly took them half a season, had to learn to play in front of somebody else besides Dryden McKay. Uh, because they are now rolling. And Bowling Green is only five points ahead of them, but Minnesota State has two games in hand, so that could close up quickly. Uh, but the middle of that conference is all over the place. And congratulations to our buddy Rico Blasi in St. Thomas for getting their first win over a ranked team. Yeah, they weekend. went to Tech. They went to Tech and got it done. Yeah, so... Um, so just wanted to make get those mentions in real fast, and now you can go do what you got to do. I got to get one more mention in. Uh, if you missed our show Wednesday night, uh, you should go back and listen to it because the godfather of Arizona college hockey passed away, um, Leo Golombiaski. That's all I'm calling it. I'm just calling him Coach Leo. <laughs> Coach G. That's what they told me. Just call him Coach G. Um, anyway... Uh, he passed away. Uh, the guy that started the Ice Cats program in, in Tucson, and Paul can look away for a moment. But um, Coach Powers said right off the get-go that one of the things that uh, that he'll always remember from, from Leo is the way he packed that building in Tucson uh, in, from 79 to whatever. And then Coach said he'll always remember the fact that he was uh, on the team that stopped the 44-game win streak that they had over him. But Leo, what a what a what a guy he was to uh, do what he did, and they they told us some great stories. So go back, listen to the podcast Wednesday night, the Great West College Hockey Podcast, 
And uh, we had a great visit with uh, not only Coach Berman, but uh, also our, our good friend uh, up at Mission as well. And we know who that is. Henry Goltz. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have a chance to give it out. I had to remember the guy's name. <laughs> I um, know Jeremy Colt's name. I just want to see if anybody else did. But anyway. Um, I'm just going to say this. Like I said, I know we got to get, get, get a break here. But, you know, Leo Golombowski, and I haven't heard the name pronounced correctly, so I don't know if I'm saying it right. Golombowski, I was told, but whatever. Okay. Um, he, he was probably had that program there ahead of its time. Way ahead of its time. Way ahead of its time. You know, um, had they done that, had that been the situation instead of the 80s, the late 90s, early 2000s, maybe they maybe they jumped first. But yeah. it was just way ahead of its time. I'm not going to say anything about that, but I, I will tell you that Coach Mike Hastings, I asked him about uh, uh, playing hockey in the desert. And uh, he said he thought there was another school uh, in Arizona that would be really nice to make the jump and could make yeah, the I jump. That. And I, I said, that. that was great thoughts for Danny Roy in Grand Canyon. Yeah, you're funny. <laughs> Maybe he didn't mean that. Maybe he meant another school in Arizona. You heard him. Uh, you heard him. You heard him, Chad. Uh, I didn't say that. Uh, could have been Northern Arizona he was talking about, too. Yeah. Go take a look. <laughs> Let's take a break. Let's come back because we got more to talk about on the College Hockey West Live podcast. We'll be right back. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel banks it towards the goal. He scores. Kale McCarr. Campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for their next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, summer skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. From the nation's best college hockey conference, access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Question? Comment? Let us hear from you on our text message line at 303-943-3772. All right. Welcome back in, hockey fans, to College Hockey West Live. It's our Sunday night staple where Paul Hornstein and myself review the weekend that just passed. Um, I am in Chandler, Arizona, where I'm waiting for rain. They keep telling me this rain is coming. I have to go to Palm Springs tomorrow, and it's supposed to be rain all the way there. Paul, of course, 
got out of the palatial estate, went to a fancy ritzy hotel up in Albany, got his feet up, having a land shark, relaxing, getting to do the uh, the top things. But uh, it, we're going to put him to work next weekend, folks. He's going to go see LIU and Lindenwood. So, um, Rick Zombo, if you're listening tonight, make sure you bring your A game because Paul Hornstein will be there. Yeah, well, I don't know about it. <laughs> I have to bring mine, I guess. <laughs> Rick will put you in your place. No worrying about that. Well, yeah, well, the first thing I'm going to do is, is ask him uh, about uh, the Nick, the, the building name. The Ralph. So, Ralph Engelstead Arena. <laughs> Okay, so uh, so anyway, we got in uh, a lot of stuff in the first half of the show, but there's a couple of things we didn't get in, and we're going to start the second half with uh, the Denver Pioneers because, boy, Paul Paul referenced it earlier about them maybe being a little upset over the uh, Fairbanks loss to start the 2023, and um, I don't know if that's 100% the case, but they are playing some really good hockey right now. Magnus Corona a couple nights ago played um, – Game number 100 as a Pioneer, got a shutout. Played number 101, got a shutout. Did we have a streak well, going well, here? We got a shutout streak again for, for Magnus? You, you you tell me, okay? Um, they played a couple of overtime games in Duluth. Uh, they got a little bit, they got, they got put to the test the second game against Lindenwood at home. And then came back in their next game after that, after a couple of weeks off, granted. But Three to be so exact. Did, so did Fairbanks. And Fairbanks wins the game three to one. So did, Hold on a minute. So did Fairbanks what? They didn't have time off. Uh, they came straight from, from two games on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day yeah, at Notre they Dame. Were still, yeah, they were still... You know that was the first series they had played in a while. Oh, that was two. That was two weeks in a row they played. Well, yeah, whatever. Um, and that was the third the week that they played in Denver. <laughs> I don't have the schedule in front of me. Whatever. I know. I'm um, just telling you, they were ready to play, and Denver wasn't. Yeah, basically. Um, and and I don't know. You tell me. The next three games, Denver's put up seven, seven, and seven. Now they're not in Vegas. <laughs> I'll take those numbers, by the way. Um, so will David Carl because they've played like they're still pissed. Yeah, and, they they know that. In, and Coach Carl will tell you that once you hit the uh, the new year in in the middle of a hockey season, you're not freshman anymore. You're now uh, a player that's expected to carry your weight. And speaking of that, Tristan Bros four goals the other night, um, Saturday night, uh, playing on the line with um, Hobie Thompson and Jared Wright. Ooh. And um, it, man, oh man, <laughs> that line, that line is going to be a menace for three more years. Uh, all I know is this, that um, like I said, they played cranky. They played angry. Uh, yeah, they didn't score in the first period on Friday, on Saturday night, but it, they still had 14 shots. Um Miami couldn't keep up with them. They spent most of the game in the penalty box, and Lord knows you can't do that against Denver. You keep you keep going to the box. You're gonna get, you're gonna pay. Okay, now let me say something in defense of Miami, though. When when you have a team steamrolling you with the speed and finesse no, that Denver has, sometimes, and I'm not saying all these were because obviously that would be stupid, but um, some of these penalties may have been taken uh, just out of desperation because they got beat or. Or something, because I saw some clips, uh, and I watched. I watched part of the games while I was at Arizona State, and um, it looked a lot to me like the team speed of Denver was in full force on display. Yeah, but you know they, they took cross-checking penalties, roughing penalties. That's not, you know, that's, that's frustration. Not, well, whatever. Yeah, I get that, but that's not, you know, either way. Uh, Miami, uh, Denver's been angry for the last three games, and I'll be very curious to Want see to play him this that... weekend. <laughs> I'll be very curious to see how that manifests itself next weekend at St. Cloud State. Um, obviously, they can really put, lock up. I don't. I mean, I get it would it wouldn't officially lock it up, but 
they could really put some real distance. They could put two weeks worth of distance between them and St. Cloud with a big weekend. You don't think that's already been talked about in that Pioneer locker room? I'm sure it has. I think it has. But, I think it has. You know, not everybody looks at the standings every week. And you know what else? I think they want to use that big ice surface to their advantage because they've got speed to burn. And well, you got speed to burn and have extra 10 feet. Mm-hmm. I like it. If there's, if there's going to be a team that, you know, is going to be even more comfortable or just as comfortable on the big ice as the home team, Denver's the one. Oh, yeah, because they can fly. They can absolutely fly. Every line can fly. I told you uh, off the air, I said, I think what Denver is really reaping the benefits from now is the fact that their their younger guys have matured. And I talked about that that line of uh, Tristan Bros, uh, Jared Wright, and Hobie Thompson. Um, when who? they come out there... <laughs> You know who I'm talking about. I don't know who you're talking Aiden about. Aiden Hobie Thompson. Um, Stop it. Stop with the what? nicknames. They're, they're, they're idiotic. <laughs> you want me you to talk about Caden the Sponge? That's we can talk about that, too, if you want. More. No. No. And <laughs> Bobby no, the Blur? Stop. <laughs> I got a million of them. Uh, that's the problem. <laughs> anyway, that line is uh, is maturing, and uh, they're, they're a top line on – probably 90% of the NCAA teams in the country. And they're second or third line, depending on where you want to stack them up at Denver. And that is the mismatch. And when you have a mismatch like that, not only are they starting to capitalize as uh, Tristan Bros with his four goals Saturday night, but that also frees up your top line. And we, this is going to lead me into ASU because this is what we talked about with ASU. Um, they leaned really heavily on that top line of Master Simone, Doan, and Sillinger. Uh, last night, Coach broke them up. Uh, I know the scoreboard didn't show um, that it made a difference, but I thought it did make a difference. I thought, especially in the first period when it was one nothing in favor of Man- uh, Minnesota State, um, I thought that did make a difference. I like that. I, if they play a little bit more together like that, I like the chances down the stretch here to – to do some damage. Now, let's be honest. Uh, you're not going to get into the NCAA tournament now, even if you go on a uh, unheard of run of 12 straight or whatever it is. Yeah, uh, it's, just, it's it's too little, too late. Yeah. But what you can do, and I'm sure the focus has shifted, uh, as Coach Powers normally does, is um, he doesn't want to be below 500 ever. Um, he would like his record to always be above 500. So. You don't think that that's in the in the mirror in front of them is like, hey, first thing we got to do is get to 500, and then let's build on it. Yeah, well, the goal now has got to be, you know, and it, it would take a nine and three, but you know, get to 20 wins. That would be another goal. That would you know, be another goal. Well, let's see what you're made of, because you know, hey guys, um, you know, there have been plenty of teams that have. Uh, been out of the postseason uh, earlier than you want to be, and now you're gonna. Now we're gonna see who has the inner drive, because now you're playing to to not be embarrassed. And I know people don't want to hear that. I don't want to say it, but you know. It's time to learn. And you can always take something out of every game you play. And don't think that even if you go through their schedule, that every team is not going to want to, that every team that you play is not going to want to come in and kick your butt. Certainly, RIT is playing for a chance to get an at large bid. And all those other independent teams that you're playing, they, you're the big dog. Whether you're winning a winning record or not, you're the big dog. And everybody wants to beat you. So you better come to play. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know what? I, I found something that I want to play here. Uh, this is my visit with uh, Mike Hastings, the head coach at Minnesota State, uh, on Friday night after that win. And I want, to, I want you to hear what his thoughts were about what the um, 
the, the Sun Devil faithful bid in Mullet Arena and how much it meant. And he's pretty experienced uh, in, in college hockey arenas. So listen up to uh, head coach Mike Hastings here in just a second. All right, welcome in, hockey fans. It's uh, College Hockey West, but I've got a Mankato guy with me. I've got a guy I've known for, gosh, almost 40 years, Mike Hastings. Coach, congratulations on the 3-1 here at Mullet Arena. Just your thoughts uh, on the performance. Uh, thanks. It's good to see you, too. Um, you know, for us, uh, to come into the building, we knew it was going to be difficult, and uh, we didn't cash in on some opportunities early. I thought their goaltender played well. Um, had a couple of pipes. Then they score a shorthanding, a shorthanded goal, and the, the building starts hopping a little bit. The, the environment in this facility uh, was outstanding. Uh, it was really electric, and so had to play from behind. Found a way to get one early in the second. Uh, Zach Krajic with a, a great pass to, to roll uh, to get us back to even. And from that point on, I thought we settled down a little bit. Last time I saw you, you were in Boston playing for a national championship. It didn't come out the way that you wanted to, but um, this team has progressed and gotten better, I think. You're missing one key ingredient, though. And how big is losing a guy like Dryden McKay, who was your backstop for so long? Uh, I think indescribable just because of the impact that he had not only last year but what he did over his four-year career yeah. uh, the demeanor uh, the confidence that the guys played in front of him with uh, was exceptional it's it's good to see him start his pro career happy for him very well deserved Hobie Baker award winner and uh, we had an opportunity to honor him yeah. uh, not too long ago, right I remember that. Christmas and it was special his family was able to be there our our, our Devoted fans had an opportunity to be able to share that with them. As you know, at the Frozen Four, there's not a lot of time there, and you're worried about you're worried about some other things than individual accolades. But something that he he very much earned. We're very proud of him and, and happy that things are going in a really good direction for him right now. You know, you and I grew up in, in northern Minnesota. We know what uh, the grassroots hockey is like. But what's your thoughts on Arizona and hockey in the West in general? The way it's growing is it growing the right way in your estimation? Absolutely. You know, we've been able to walk from the hotel over here and I'm not going to say shorts, but pretty close. Uh, and and not just that, I think Coach Powers, uh, the university here, the facility that's been built, uh, the foundation that was built as, you know, a club team that went in a national championship and then taking the next step, seeing the investment by the university and doing things the right way in a first class way. Mullet Arena is fantastic. Uh, the environment's fantastic. Uh, for us to continue to grow as a sport, we need more of this. Yeah. I'd love to hear of other universities. There's one not too far from here in the same state uh, that I think could uh, could run their own show in a pretty a pretty positive way, also. So they're a great example for what expansion can be in our game, and hopefully that's something that is a little bit of a blueprint for somebody else that's looking to continue to help grow our game. Okay, so uh, back to this game. We looked at uh, Friday the 13th, but you get goals from 12, 13, and 14. Did you realize that when it happened? <laughs> no, I, I did. It was, a, you know what I wanted to, just to bring up uh, 13. Uh, I, I thought he had, I oh, thought he, he was, was a difference game. maker tonight. Yeah, and, and he's been working really hard at his game. Uh, he puts a lot of pressure on himself. So to see him be rewarded for that work, uh, and have him play the way that he played with the confidence that he played tonight. Um, really happy, proud of him, uh, and look, look forward to that continue. You know me, I look for letters. I watched the, the letter on him all night long, and I thought it was fitting that he was the guy that really stepped it up in the end when you needed it. Um, Brandon Furry has done it for you before, though, right? Yeah, he has. He's got a history of uh, just finding ways, yeah. and that's what he did tonight. He's done that uh, coming back here in the second half. Thought he had a really good series up at Northern, and he's continued that. He was for for a coach when you, you can see a guy starting to really feel it. He had a great week. It started on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and it continued tonight. And I hope that can continue again tomorrow. Coach, appreciate your time as always. Great to see you again. Good to see you, and all the best here in the future. Okay, so there you go. That was the head coach from uh, the uh, Minnesota State Mavericks, Mike Hastings. Uh, Paul, just your thoughts being an ASU alum and, and the way that he praised not only Mullet Arena for the 
facility itself, but also for the environment. He said that about three times. Well, listen, that, that's good to hear. Um, ASU obviously has to build on that, uh, not just from a win-loss record, but, you know, wh- how, whatever they do. Um, one of the, the – in, in the broadcast last night, um, the the guy doing the play-by-play is like, uh, the only thing I, I wish we could figure out is the curtain of distraction. <laughs> and how can we get that into hockey? Um you know, for those that don't know, you know, ASU's uh, student group, the 942 crew, uh, the curtain of distraction when the other team shoots free throws in the second half. Um, you know, uh, that, you know, that I, I thought that was kind of funny. How do we get the nine? <laughs> that is I pretty guess good. I have to wait for penalty shots, but I don't know. I mean, <laughs> um, well, so, I'll tell you three things that that I've noticed in this building. A, when the fans, are, when the students are in school and they're here, and they are, they are loud, they are boisterous, they uh, they get it, they understand the game, they understand when to cheer, not to cheer, they understand how to rattle the other team when they can and the other goaltender. So that's a plus. Secondly, right. is Friday, yeah, Friday night they had the drum line, which I thought was really cool, and Saturday night they brought the full pep band, and it was. Again, loud, boisterous, and uh, and in- enjoyable. That is, in my estimation, college hockey. I'm sure Coach Powers will tell you he likes all of that stuff. Was a little disappointed that Saturday night turned out the way it did. But right. um, we got a couple more minutes, so let me play my Saturday night interview with Coach Hastings. This one after a 5 uh, nothing uh, shutout well, over Sa- Sun Devil Hockey, if we the could. Part, the worst part about that is they had all the, you know, a lot of alumni in the building. Oh, on Saturday yeah. night, you know well, they played an afternoon scrimmage alumni. Yeah, one by the gold team. I'm told. Wait, whatever that means. <laughs> I don't know. I just was told it was the gold team that won. Okay, let's hear from Mike Hastings real quick uh, again from after Saturday night's game, and I think you'll get a better feel uh, for what it takes to be a championship contender. Don't forget. I think people do forget that this team that he coached last year was in the national championship game, finished second in the country, only to Denver. So let's listen up to uh, Mike Hastings one more time. All right, it's a uh, sweep for the Minnesota State Mavericks here in the desert. Uh, Apparently you like this place, Coach Hastings. You know what? Uh, It was a good night for us. I thought, you know, we were fortunate to get the first one and not have to play from behind. And then I thought ASU put on a really big push. We went to the box a couple of times. Uh, they made us go to the box. Um, and I thought Keenan Rancier stood real tall in the first period. I think we gave up 16 shots. Uh, he allowed us to get into the locker room and get a little bit of a reset for the second period. And so, um, you know, to get out of that first period one nothing, and to get to our game early in the second, I thought, allowed us to manage the back half of the game better in the first period. Okay, so I've been playing with these numbers, things like I told you last night. 12, 13, 14, get your goals last night. If you add those up, that's 39. You divide that by three, that's 13. You get your 13th win on Friday the 13th, and you get your 14th win tonight. Everybody contributes again. Um, that line might be one of the best I've seen in college hockey this year. I, I, and that's, uh, that's saying something, because I've seen a lot of great teams. Yeah, you know what, uh, you're a better mathematician than I am. <laughs> but uh, I thought that line was really good to make. Um, with and without the puck. Um, you know, they started with us being on TV and having the three timeouts at 15, 10, and 5. Um, being able to reset and start with those guys coming out of break. I thought always gave us, a, a, you know, for the majority of the time, it gave us possession uh, because he did a really good job on faceoffs tonight. And when he did, the two guys that were on each side of him did a really good job of helping out. So um, we're going to need that leadership. Uh, it's really been evident here in the second half for us. I think uh, Brendan Furry's been one of our best players yeah. since we come back from break. Ryan Sandlin scoring on a consistent basis and, and Grohl's finding his steps. So. Hopefully we can continue to lean on those guys over the second half. Tell me a little bit about Josh Carroll and, and his style. He comes from Michigan, um, San Diego kid, yeah. and uh, down here in the desert southwest, he looked really comfortable tonight, but I think he's looked that way uh, for most of your season, hasn't he? Yeah, you know what? He, he was a little dinged up 
Uh, he had a little uh, injury in the first half, and so the break did him a ton of good. Uh, he was able to go back, see some family, rest up a little bit, came back feeling really well, and I think that's helped his confidence. He's playing. I think that goal that he scored last night was a little bit of a monkey off his back yeah. uh, because he's been ripping it a little bit that way. He's been getting opportunities but hasn't been cashing in. And uh, just like I said, we're using his maturity along with those other two to set an example uh, for the other three lines. And just like I said, we need them to continue to do that. So final one for you, but when we look at where you're going with this and we know this conference play, and I talked to Coach Powers about it a lot, not being in a conference. It's hard now, right, because they may be eliminated from any opportunity to get into the tournament based on the pairwise. But you guys uh, at least have a conference tournament down the stretch, and if you don't win the pairwise race, you got a conference tournament to get in. So how important is that for you? Well, I think it's not only important for us, it's important for everybody in our conference. Yeah. Um, because... You know, right now we go right back into conference play. We're done with our you know, non-conference play. So right now uh, we have to continue to worry about our own business. But at the end of the day, um, no matter where we're at in the pairwise, no matter where anybody's at in the pairwise, when you get to the playoffs, you have a chance. Yeah. And if you can get going in, in, in a couple of weekends, you can earn your way to the national tournament. And as we've seen historically, there's been a few of the last teams in win a national championship. Yeah. Yale, uh, Duluth, um, and so a lot of it's just about getting the opportunity to be in the tournament and then getting hot at the right time. So uh, we're, we're going to continue to work on our dailies and try to continue to get better here over the second half and see if we can manage our game uh, and, and, and just really try to get back into play and defend some home ice. Because we've been on the road here in the second half since it started. It's been good to us, and now we've got to go home and defend our eyes. Coach, appreciate your time as always. Congratulations on a great weekend. It was a lot of fun to watch your team. Thank you. Really good to see you. Okay, so that was uh, the head coach from Minnesota State, uh, Mike Hastings, after the Saturday night victory. Um, Paul, your thoughts on, on Coach? I don't know if you've heard that before or how good it actually came uh, through for you. but Yeah, I heard some of it before. Okay. I, I, um, Let's put it this way. Um, if this season, you know, he talked about how important it is to be in a league, and if this season is the impetus for making ASU uh, join a league faster, then great. Then it's kind of worth it. Um, at least until uh, they decide to expand the NCAA tournament as the transformation committee recommended. Um, that would make it a little less urgent. But because if it was 32 teams, they still would be in it. So. Yep. I, uh, um, I, I totally get that. To, I, I mean, I know you're not a big fan of, of, of what the pairwise looks like right now. You're, you're going to be very upset if it stays this way and there are, you know, five Big Ten teams in the tournament and, and a whole bunch of Hockey East tournament teams in the tournament. and, and Okay, now you're putting you're putting words in my mouth here no, a little bit. Uh, yeah, I'll just do it a little bit. Uh, no. I, I just don't think that it's a fair representation of the 16 best teams in college hockey right now. 15. Uh, 16. 15. Why? Uh, Atlantic Hockey gets an automatic bid. I know, but still, 16 teams go to the tournament. So yeah. the, the top 16 teams in the country, I don't think it's a fair representation right now because you can't tell me that that five teams in the Big Ten, five out of seven, are uh, are the set of five best teams in the country. I, I just I, I don't see that uh, because, it, no, I just don't see it. And same thing with Hockey East. I've seen BC now. I've seen uh, BU. Um I've seen them play other teams. I've seen the scores from other games. Um, I just want to see some cross-pollination, and I want to see uh, a little bit of, uh, uh, you know. Uh, just to understand, just, just, just get just get ready prove for it. your quote-unquote Eastern it. bias. <laughs> I'm just trying to warn you. My Eastern that. bias? Yes. 
I have my Eastern bias. Yeah, well, in this case, it would be anti-Eastern bias. But Okay. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to prepare you now. That's all. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, Fairbanks, Anchorage, Lindenwood, all were off last week, and they all get back into action, I believe, this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure they do, and I might even be against each other in certain cases. We know yeah. Lindenwood. Yeah. The two Alaskas will play, and Lindenwood's going to be in your backyard. Yep. We're... Yeah, and Anchorage is playing against Fairbanks. And, and folks, by the way, that backyard is big. Oh, no, actually, he has a whole not. arena in his backyard. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, no, they, no, they, they'll be ridiculous. Uh, I think Fairbanks is also off this week still. Oh, it's next weekend that they yeah, do battle. Weeks, yeah. yeah, in two weeks. Yeah, two, two weeks. weeks. So, okay. Um, but Lindenwood coming to LIU, I think that will be a really good series. Well, it'll be very interesting because, you know, LIU's been giving people fits every night. Lindenwood been giving people fits every night. Um, you know, I expect a, a bunch of physicality and some desperation. You know, Never a bad recipe. Physicality no. and desperation is a great recipe for a hockey game. Nope. Yep. So. Okay, so so we can wrap it up on that. Uh, Air Force, uh, I guess, um, struggled again on the road at Holy Cross. Uh, Not scoring any goals. Uh, less that, than ASU. Yeah, coach told me that they were just a snake bit as far as uh, scoring goals. There's talent on that roster. There's good kids on that roster, but they just can't get the puck in the net for some reason. Yeah, just yeah, listen. You have those. You have those years. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, as uh, Frank Saratori uh, told us this year is different in Atlanta hockey. Not everybody gets in to the I playoffs. I know. So uh, you you have to be in the top eight if you want a spot, even to play in your own conference tournament. I know, and they're not in that right now. They're not even. They're they're five points behind Bentley for ninth place and six points behind Canisius. Oh for... man, that's a hard battle to climb at this point, isn't it? Well, it is. But you also have at least you know if you if you look at the uh, schedule. Um, we know that Air Force has got at least two games against Canisius. All right, they have two games against Canisius. The makeup games. The makeup games. So those will be huge. Um, you know, it's got, but it's got to start this weekend uh, hosting Niagara. So, you know, the Falcons got to take care of the Purple Eagles. <laughs> Look and at you throwing out the nicknames just like that. Just boom. Out they came, the two birds. Right, and then they play at Army. So, <laughs> oh goodness! Yeah, and Army's there. having a rough year too, but yeah, that's I mean, always a battle for those two. Yeah. So, well, that'll be interesting. Um, anything else that I'm missing tonight that we didn't bring up? Yes. No, I think we got it all. No, we missed one thing. My good friend Matt Cullen okay. um, had his uh, jersey course, retired at Saint Cloud yeah. State. And uh, I will tell you that uh, his dad looked great. His uh, his mom and his dad are both there, which is great. I know Terry Cullen for years, right. probably fifty years, right. and um, and his sons were there, and Bridget, of course. So the uh, a, a proud moment. And I know they had Matt on the broadcast for the they third did. period, which was fun. Yeah. Well, I, can't <laughs> I kept to every broadcast, but I kept glancing in just to to see what he was what he was up to. But uh, if you don't know, he's now a uh, part owner of the Fargo Force, so right. he's continuing to get back. He's got Cully's kids, his foundation in Moorhead, the Fargo Moorhead area, and uh, I was working with the youngsters and improving their game. And you want to talk about twenty one year career, Paul? 21 years, three oh, yeah. Stanley Cups, three different teams, or actually two with Pittsburgh and one with uh, and one with Carolina. Yeah, well, you know, listen, some guys don't get to win one. Well, did no, didn't they win? Didn't he win one with Anaheim too? No, no, Carolina and two with Pittsburgh, I believe. Okay, but he uh, was drafted by Anaheim. He did play there first. Yes. I thought maybe he was on one of those teams. As I look at the the, the stats now, no, he he. Uh, no, he didn't win one with Anaheim. He was there just before they won. 21 years. He looks like he's 18 still. <laughs> I'm going like, how the heck does that happen? But anyway, congratulations, Matt. That was a well-deserved honor. Good job, St. Cloud State. Uh, Chris Mayhat, I'm sorry, but that was just a little bit more than you could uh, handle uh, when you had no, that listen, emotion they, they in that building as well. They had their chances. Let's... They did, but I'm just saying, like, there's a little... 
supernatural power going on, I believe, when you're retiring a, a player like Matt Cullen and, and retiring his jersey. So, yeah, way back when, Paul, when he yeah. was a high school senior, yeah, when I was doing ranking, he was a right. ranking player of the year. Well, yeah, First okay. honor he ever got cool. was given to him by ranking yeah. in an all-star game. Go for it. <laughs> you know, know who was the coach? Not you. Scott Oliver. You know who was working with Scott Oliver at the time? Mike Hastings. <laughs> okay, is, Whatever happens comes the, around to Minnesota. Right, you just can't help it. Drop, this is the name drop portion of the program where <laughs> Scott tells you everybody. That, you know, I tell everybody. I'm going to have an hour. All right, yeah, well, true. <laughs> All right, take it away, my friend. From the Summer Skate Studios, Behind the Mask, College Hockey West Live on the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network, brought to you by AT&T Wireless, where you can get the latest phones free. With eligible trade-ins, go to att.com slash wireless for more details. Desert Toyota of Tucson. No gimmicks, no games. Just a great car and a great experience. Find us at deserttoyota.com or at 7150 East 22nd Street. Behind the Mask, where these blades your wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our Three Valley locations or behindthemask.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. Available at our two locations, 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, in Las Vegas, as well as 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. For the NCHC and NCHC.TV, subscribe to NCHC.TV and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Drury Inns and Suites, an official Disney World hotel. Book your stay now at DruryHotels.com. Top Golf, play some of the world's most iconic golf courses without packing a suitcase. Find out how. See your local Top Golf Center or go to TopGolf.com. Liberty University. Over 700 programs of study to help you impact your community on and off the ice. Strengthen your faith at our state-of-the-art campus. See us at liberty.edu. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos worldwide. It's where the action is, in the resort or in town. College Hockey West Live, presented by Behind the Mask. And all of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app. And available for download wherever you get your podcasts from. Search ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. Subscribe, rate, and review. Help people find the show. Once again, that's ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. Behind the Mask College Hockey West Live and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. And we will tell people tomorrow it's analytics and eyeballs, the numbers game. And I know we wanted to get to the Richter watch tonight but we will get to it tomorrow night great time to talk about the one two three four five goaltenders from our seven teams that uh have been nominated to be on the richter watch so we'll uh we'll figure that out and who knows maybe we'll sneak in a few guests along the way as well find out all right we'll uh we'll say good night little roger klein the peacemakers de niro good night everybody good night.